Well, I guess with that, welcome everybody to this clusterfuck of a podcast, the Soccer Arrangers podcast, where we are here to entertain you while we talk about conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. To which all these things may actually be happening in the course of this conversation. But first, let's go and introduce everybody. I am Robert. I am the Red Ranger. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. (laughs) I love the interrupting cow. (laughs) The Canadian. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. The Gentle Giant. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. And of course, the lovely, fantastic, and honorary Soccer Rangers member... Hi, I'm Mama Samu. This is where you talk about yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mama Samu, and I've been an honorary member long time. Hi. Me love you guys long Hi. time. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and with that, we actually want to talk about some convention news for a change. I feel like this has been forever. I don't remember what the hell we do with a situation like this. Quick, where's Cole? He's supposed to go and read out all the upcoming conventions, right? Oh, right? fuck. I remember we used one to thing do that. that we went and dropped? Oh, my gosh. Oh. No. <laughs> I, you, yeah, I remember that being a thing last time I was here. That was such a hard thing to do. Be like, hey, guys. Oh. So I always tune out during this part. Perhaps your listeners do, too. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we agreed. Yes, and we can never thank Amy enough for that, because we also kind of tuned out during it while he was reading Well, that. we had a fun... Not that we got a problem with Cole, that was just... A fun yeah. little game of, like, will Cole know what these uh, two initials are for the state that they're supposed to be? That's a fun oh. game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or being able to go and pronounce a city. Oh, yeah. But anyways, there are actually conventions managing to happen in the digital world. Yes. Yeah. Digicon, digital yes. adventures. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, everybody, quick, grab your Digimon and let's get over to Digikumo. Yes. Into digital con, so everyone can attend from around the world. That was good. That was good. Digicon, I did. I got, that was better than I expected, man. Well done. We got there. Digicon <laughs> has a lip sync. Too much. You're, you're you're covering song. I've yes. been learning All from right. Amy. Well, with that in mind, uh, that's. Sorry, we got a bit of a bad delay here, so I'm going to go and try to edit out as much of uh, me interrupting people as possible. So, sorry, everybody. In advance. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no, we've lost You it. know what? Oh, boy. Rob, I, I think I will host He's this gone. one after all. So, Sam, welcome to the <laughs> podcast. Um, hey, Amy. Oh, gosh. Hey. Sorry, my voice is still wrecked from the fires. Don't worry. <laughs> you know what you don't need your voice for, though, Sam? Lip syncing. Yes, uh, and it's fantastic. So I was perusing all the wonderful uh, offerings for Digikumo because I am very excited they're moving it to the digital format. Thank you, KumoriCon. That is such a selfless thing, so I hope you all attend. I hope you all promote it, and I hope you all submit as much as you want to in their various things because cons don't make money off of a digital platform. It is literally just a love letter to the fans who have stuck with them all these years. Um, Sam has been there with Kimori Khan for how long? Um, this year would have, it's going to be the fourth lip sync, and I, I was gonna about to say it would be, except it is going to be yeah, the yeah. fourth lip sync, because uh, we are running Digikumo's virtual cosplay lip sync showdown. Uh, and how many years have you been an attendee? 
Oh, you're gonna call me out like that? Um, <laughs> two thousand. I have a badge from two thousand six. Wow. Uh, it's literally half of my life. This year is going to be my half of my life. This we would. Oh, jeez, I gotta do the math on this. This will be my fourteenth year, and I was fourteen years old when I attended Kuma my first time. So. Nice. There you go. She knows Kumori Khan. She was there back when they had the uh, Vancouver location with the food stamps stands. Mm-hmm. where I could get a tamale. I will never get over that. But uh, <laughs> Sam has really, because she loves this con and it's her home con, has started hosting panels there. And as she said, the fourth, se- fourth year for the lip sync. Yes, which I uh, host uh, is uh, mine and Uptown Cosplay. We That is absolutely a partnership. It would not happen without them. Um, we've been doing it together since the beginning and we are going to be doing it together together again this year in a very limited space but still going to try and give the most i guess the most normal experience that we can for Digikumo still have you know our live hosting and we have a we have, applications are open right now to be a part of the lip sync uh, we have we even have our finale showdown uh, format set um, which uh, I'm going to go ahead and just go over real quick just because it's really interesting. We, we thought about this a lot. Um, we wanted to still keep the finale song a surprise to the general public. So in order to, to uh, we, uh, so when you apply for the lip sync, when you give us, when you just, uh, submit your video, submit your full performance, uh, you will get uh, the finale sh- uh, song back to reply to with a second performance, which we have, which will be used for the finale showdown. And, uh, just like we normally do, we help choose two people, two performances to play side by side. Uptown and I will have not seen them at all. We will not see them. We will have our coordinator, which we have. We have a coordinator who is doing a lot of the background work for us this year, which is taking a lot of stress off. Bless. 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 Um, and, yeah, so we're really, really excited to be able to still present uh, a, a head-to-head showdown and a lot of live performances and... Honestly, we, we, we have we have two formats so that you don't have to do you don't have to have a large area to perform. You can uh, do it. Uh, I've been calling it TikTok style or essentially a waist up performance uh, for which is really great for those who want to do the acting, who want to show off their facial expressions, which is hard to do on a stage. Or if you're lucky enough to have a large space to perform and want to show off your dance skills, please do do that as well with your lip sync. Um, I'm really really excited to see what creativity comes out of it so yeah yeah i'm super excited the uh-huh. lip sync because um the soccer rangers do so much at komori con and i've submitted a skit for like four years it's my favorite thing to just sit and watch so i'm really excited this year because i'm gonna submit and then i will also be able to sit and watch because you don't have to be backstage yes, exactly it's, so all, it's, all, it's, all, a, a perk. it's all pre-recorded so you can see you can still watch it's the watch the panel live enjoy the your performance as well as the performances of others and yeah um, oh, if i get in i'm really right. excited to have you know i've got i've got a, a couple judges that i'm really excited to i'm not going to say anything yet but i'm really excited um and yeah we'll we'll be getting uh We'll be getting comments from from all our judges so that you'll actually get feedback, which will be really, really fun, which is something we don't normally aren't able to do. So that'll be really, really fun. Yeah. I'm just, I I am both excited and also super, super nervous because while it's also, it's it's fun to be able to try all this new stuff, it's just running a digital event is very, very different, especially trying to change something that is like ah, theater. 
like going from from a live theater performance to all right this is technically something that i do on the daily for my job but in a totally different format yeah because you twitch stream so yeah that's similar but you don't have to plug in videos or coordinate with another person mm-hmm. or it's it's anything like that i'm yeah so does are you trying to say then that actually Weirdly your skills enough, are quite yes, applicable? Yes, but at the same time, that means, makes me that I know all of the places that it can go wrong, and so I'm very nervous. <laughs> but it's it's a manageable nerve. It's it's like I think I feel I'm I think I'm more excited than nervous because it's something that I have experience with. So if something goes wrong, I do know how to do how to how to fix stuff. More. I can prepare for. I have all I have plans A through Z. You can prepare for it. Yeah, you can go. Things go wrong, and Plan Z is to Zoidberg off screen. <laughs> Always Zoidberg off stage. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Amy can can attest that every time I do a, I do a skit with people, it's like yeah, no. If everything goes wrong, we Zoidberg off stage. I say that out loud to the people I'm performing with. It hasn't happened though because no. everything usually because Sam is um the first time I did a skit with Sam, I was like oh shit, this girl takes this seriously and I love it because when, when some people do cosplay at just a certain level of like intensity and it feels really good when your intensity is matched because yes, it's just, yes, it's a hobby. Yes, it's for fun. But also, I, it's fun for me to try really hard. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's like you have your friends who are competitive, your friends who enjoy doing that competitive stuff. It's like, yeah, all right, yeah, it's, it's you don't want to drag your friends who are not competitive into that arena and sometimes yeah. some of us have had experiences with with essentially the friend who's like I'm, I, I want to be supportive I'm going to help you and they do the thing but it's like oh this is not your fabby place this is not your fun place and with yeah yeah so like those friends like yeah I don't find the people who who want to do this is like yes I want to I want to get a co- I want to get a costume I want to be comfy and I want to derp around with my friends and end up sitting in the lobby floor at 2 a.m. It's like find people who have that energy because I remember my <laughs> years of that energy and those are fun fun years. <laughs> but then also yeah. if you're gonna compete, find someone with that same energy and yes, Amy, you've got that energy. <laughs> You do too. Sam and I were like, we did a rap, and she was like, "Okay, I think this is like an eighth beat off." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I, I unfortunately, it's like you, amazing. You caught me with my. I work sound, and I also played an instrument, <laughs> so I and I also danced. So it's like, oh, I've got, I've got. There's a level of rhythm that I know needs to be here, and it needs to, you know. <laughs> it's really cool, and every year I see like um more, more um higher level of uh, intensity in how much work people put into their submissions for skit contests, for costume contests, and for lip syncs. And it's cool. Like, it's yeah. it's it's cool to try, guys. Yeah, I, I <laughs> love seeing, just in the three years that have happened of the lip sync so far, I've loved seeing the the level of, of work people put into their lip syncs improve. The prop work happen, uh, costume changes, like things that I didn't even like, I'm just like, that's the three the year, like what, how it feels like a mini skit competition and I am so happy and it's, I think my favorite, okay, I'm gonna gush about the lip sync for a minute because I am so Please proud, do. this is my baby and my favorite, I think my fa- I've done a lot of competitions, like I love, I love cosplay competitions and 
backstage in the green room was my favorite part. Hanging out with all the other, my other competitors and just talking with everybody is my favorite part. And the energy backstage whenever I go to the lip syncs, like I am running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But everybody else seems to be having a great time. They're all taught. Everybody's, you know, uh, sitting together, you know, helping each other with their costumes, practicing in front of each other. Like, it's a very supportive backstage. And I've gotten the chance to show that off on stage by at the end of each uh, end of each year having a song that every, every single performer comes on stage and we all lip sync together to and, and just it's generally it's not something that i tell them ahead uh, what the song is ahead of time it's like hey this is going to be this is what it's going to be you know lip sync if you know it if you don't then just enjoy this enjoy the time on stage and it's it's that sense of community is is probably my favorite part of favorite thing that's come out of the lip sync as just seeing that grow and seeing people who have like they, they recognize each other from year to year because they've competed multiple years and are just like oh hey what do you go what do you got this year i'm like my babies i'm so proud Aww. Just... And I don't know, as a viewer watching that, it's so lip sync is usually the last um It's the final event, event Sunday before on closing Sunday. ceremonies. Usually. Yeah. And it just leaves you with this feeling of like, ah, these are my people concluding. It it leaves you with a good note of con and it, it kinda gives you a sense of closure. Closing ceremonies for me, um, I I don't know. I like closing ceremonies, but I feel more closure from the lip sync battle than the closing ceremonies it just for me is like another good year another good con in the books so you're making me cry (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) oh i just love it it's really a great show and i'm thrilled that it's going to be on a digital format and and we're going to do our best many people we're going to do our best to keep that sense of community as much as we can through it and just yeah, keep that, that just that, that, that those good feelings. Yes, and if you're a listener and you have never been to KomoriCon, I recommend you give Digikumo a shot to see if it's something you might want to travel for. Um, really, the Pacific Northwest nerd community is amazing, so um, I, I think it's it's really a good place to no risk. You don't have to pay for a hotel or flight, and just kind of get get your feet wet with it exactly so. this is a chance for if you're out of state and if and you know wanted a chance to participate do it now we don't have any limitations yeah. you don't have to you don't have to have been, you know, be in the state you don't have to be it's anyone can enter can you lip sync in a helmet <laughs> gotta see your lips I will. I gotta maintain we gotta gotta see the lips now as much as I would love to see you know masks up <laughs> You know, just just the mes- message of lip syncs. Alas, it is still a lip Dang. sync. I wanted to lip sync. So I wanted to lip sync as Solaire from Dark Souls of I Saw the Sun. I just, yeah, just cut, just cut, cut a hole right there, you know, for your mouth, and uh, cut, cut I'll just a tape hole one on. right where that mouth Make is. Make it a half mask. And you walk up. Yeah, like and then you just like no, no, I have the, seen a fantastic lip sync done by a no face cosplayer, but they yeah. had the full mouth and it was synced up and I'm I was thoroughly impressed. I believe I That's gave awesome. them the best in show. So what you're saying is that Garrus can come to the party. Indeed, if he can li- if he can if he can lip sync and perform. Absolutely. I've seen that mouth move. Oh, I've seen hmm. that mouth move too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Mass Effect fandom, where you at? <laughs> Hello, I have a tattoo that says Kila Salai. Like, <laughs> um, sorry, Tally. 
Get us. <laughs> really? On the podcast? Really? <laughs> See, weirdly enough, with Tali, now I just have to do a higher, more refined gesture. When I do Tali. <laughs> Think about it, guys. Think about it. Tali. I've got to type. Sam just picks her cosplays based on which cosplay she has accents for. I, I didn't realize you were typecast into this. I kind didn't of thing, realize but at the either. Same time, I'm kind of impressed. I didn't realize either. But also in Dragon Age, my favorite character is Liliana, and she's got that slight French accent. And I'm like, oh man, it's like she has an English accent by way of France, and it's beautiful. And oh, I got to get better at it without going German. <laughs> because I have a character that has the German accent. I play too many characters throughout the week. Hi, uh, quarantine has turned me into someone who has three weekly D&D games, essentially. <laughs> Sam, I love you, but god damn it, you're gonna kill yourself. One oh, of them ends up being every nice. other week sometimes. Like, every, every once in a while we have one of them drops. But, uh, yeah. So what you're saying is there's a chance that you won't go and turn into one of these characters. I only and have start dealing two. with identity crises as you're going oh, through. Oh, one of them's a changeling, so I've already got that. Oh, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, for, for her, I get to do my just straight up English accent. My slip into it. Don't even think about it. English accent. But her base is a French. When she's a changeling form, it's the full French. And then there's Sethi, who has the German accent, which I can't do as well. But she is a cleric. Well, that's a good way to practice in a low-stress environment, mm -hmm. too. Like, when I was in high school theater, they always picked these, like, Agatha Christie plays. I'm like, all right, I'm binging the Harry Potters. I need a British accent, and I need it yesterday. So, hey, hey, hey go, go for it. If you're going to go something, go for, like, like, Downton Abbey or something now. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter. See, also, <sighs> I think at but. that point, the parts of the Caribbean would actually, if you want some fun ones, if you want the extreme fun ones. There you go. You know, I didn't watch Pirates of the Caribbean until like six or seven years ago. Like, I was I was late to the party. I was pirate yeah. obsessed. I, what I was saying was was M. was. M. <laughs> it's been reignited recently because of TikTok. TikTok is a good place for lip syncs. I wonder if there'll be a lot of submissions from people who usually do TikTok videos. Or oh, I, I get it. I have found quite a few of our previous, contest previous contestants on TikTok, and I'm like, damn, you're doing well. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they've got bigger followings than me by a bit. And I'm like, work, 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 because it's good. <laughs> I really I've really enjoyed TikTok recently. It's been a reason for me to get into costume while at home. Yes, because, I don't know, I, when I did the online OkSoraCon, I, like, got in cosplay and sat around my house to do these panels, and it was fucking great! Yeah. I missed it! I missed putting on makeup and a wig, I miss like, looking at myself in cosplay, I miss talking to people in cosplay, I miss being a character. Ugh. Hey, Amy, I, th I feel like this, 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 I feel like this is, would be a very good fit for you, this TikTok thing. I'm I not trying to add, be an ad for this or anything. I'm just like, this has been, like, the thing that's been getting me into gossip. Not only that, but I have created original characters. It has just ignited my imagination and my want to create stories with people. Because that's is an interesting area, essentially a, a storytelling side of TikTok, where people just, they create characters and find other people to interact with and tell full stories. With, and, and it's... It's so interesting and so fun, and I've fallen recently into a, a pirate ship that's a bi pirate TikTok. Because there's a whole bunch of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bi pirate TikTok. Pirates, if you may. 
Yeah, I'm surprised that there's so much love for original characters because I remember when SakuraCon, there was this man walking around and he had a gear painted on his face and he was basically, he was in like sort of a steampunk attire and he had a sign that said, OCs need love too. And this was maybe my second or third SakuraCon. So I was like, what's an OC? He's like, this is my original character. He told me a little bit about it. And I'm glad that I don't feel like that's the stance anymore that OCs need love. OCs have love. Yeah. People like you to just, like, even, um, like, I'm really a big fan of Hisa Neko and Blood Raven. I love their Instagrams. They're always posting these, like, gothy vamp original characters. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I live. It's, it's, it's like, when, when sometimes, like, all right, I've cosplay, I love these, I love, I love cosplay, I love cosplaying as specific characters. I love bringing characters that I love to life. But at the same time, it's like, all right, I gotta, I've got this, I've got this personality in my head that I need to get out. I need to express it through costume. Or I need to, or playing, or you, you play role playing games. Like I have, I have, I'm invested in this character. Like you, you create. Just it's, it's like take take. It's like being writers. Writers know this. Writers have got this. They it's like that's why why do they write stories? Like because all these characters like they need they have stories that need to be told, and this is another way to tell those stories. And I feel because with the ability to, I can lip sync to things, or I can uh, record over music. I can make settings in my own bedroom and. You know, it's it's fun being able to still interact with others while still distance. I can interact and I can tell stories with other people still. And it's without having to add another seven D&D games to my roster. <laughs> yeah, that's how a lot of people get that out of their system. Mm-hmm. Apparently three you isn't enough for me. You already have so many D&D yeah, games. How many are you in, Oh, so I got you beat. Well, I'm only in two D&D games. I'm only in two right now. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Well, mine are both Pathfinder games, so... Yeah. I did do a Numenera game. We had a Pathfinder game for a hot second there. Not weekly. Yeah. We tried. We tried. So that's the thing. Is this one of the ones that I'm in right now is the one that I started at the same time we started that one because it was like I I wanted to start one online to see how that would go and start one in person. The online one was a hot second because you were the only person that ever showed up. Um, and then the live action one that I've been doing nice. has been going for yeah. three years, like and we're getting stories, to the end though. of it. So like the only time I've ever finished. A Sometimes you gotta play D and D in person. And like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna gush about my Pathfinder character. That's uh, fine. Yeah. We're, we're going into talking about our D and D characters. This, I'm, I'm here for this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, her name was Annalise, and my backstory per- here, I had pro- here for it. picked was um, Forgotten Friend, or something that I had a childhood friend. Me and my half-brother found our childhood friend, Helene, and we got her to join our party. And then there was a part where it was like, okay, you take a year to do something, you can join the guard, you can do this, do an apprenticeship. I'm like, I want to marry Helene. The GM's like, you can't do that. I'm like, okay. Then my half-brother's like, I want to marry Helene. I'm like, hold up a straight fucking second. Kill my woman. And so we rolled to see if Helene swung that way, and she did not. But So I was devastated. So my character was a poet, so I would come to game with handwritten poems for Helene. And I would read them to her. Oh, my god! And I would try to win her back. And then one night, Helene got fatally injured and he kept doing one of us kept doing untrained heel checks over and over to res her 
Turns out her husband had heal, but did not think to use it. So from being on the brink of death back and forth about five or six times, she decided to stop being an adventurer. We are like, okay. So then I find this Abadarian priestess, Kazim. And I'm back in the game, baby. So me and Kazim, we hit it off right away. We walked through this, like, garden by uh, this castle party and, like, instant fireworks. She joins our party. We're beating this fire genie in the fire realm. And I get sliced literally in half. Kazim rolls a nat 20. So the DM describes her as with a burst of light, killing the fire genie, rezzing me. I have a scar, but it's okay. Scars are hot. Scars are hot. Hey, like half my torso. Nice. Yeah. There was even a picture. She was a spicy redhead with short hair. And I was like, this is actually my type of girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you, so you like Keyleth. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah, so even when I'm in a hetero relationship, at least my D&D yeah. characters can be gay. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. That's, that's the bi-life, right? Oh, yeah, that, that is the bi-life. I, I have a, I actually have a, I do have a, I do have a actual bisexual pirate character. I tried to make her full, full lesbian. I tried really hard. Really There's did. just too many sexy But NPCs. then my DM gave me <laughs> twin tieflings, and one is femme and one is NB. And I went, they're flirting with me? I'm a pirate captain, and my lover said, yeah, go ahead, we're open, and, and says to go and, and have fun. All right! Who am I to say no? <laughs> my DM just added me. It's fine. It's the party boat. Yeah. It's the party boat! Oh, yeah. Great. Rock the boat. Rock the boat, baby. Rock the, Rock boat. the boat. I think I Dip think the boat I was, over. I mean, I was the captain at that point. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. I bet you were, Sam. I bet you were the captain. I was the captain, yeah. I bet you sailed that ship all night long. The captain's log. Hey, my the DM... Okay, the thing is, more than my DM actually rolls for, ha- rolls for how your evening goes and has me roll for... for I have to roll dex checks for this shit. Dex and constitution checks. Dex and constitution. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys see, to see how flexible you yeah, are, no, and then you gotta see how long you keep going it's, for. It's it's added quite an, an interest, and yeah. now it's like now I'm bringing them back home to my my lover, the pirate queen. Do I? <laughs> oh goodness. Do I have a formula because to figure I'm, out the I'm dick length of a character? For a yes. Before, Does so that matter? No. Used, like back when but... I was in freaking high school, I think. Yeah. It's like roll, 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 roll it's not, D4, it's, and I it's think it was a pretty D. common. You got stuck with D10. A D10 plus two. What was it? What did I have? I gotta remember it. We had to do, and yet you, you, we could the way we did it. We had your huh. con. We completely randomized we ours. <laughs> Oh my god. We had it. Yeah, we had a different so modifier depending on. It's like okay, we get a plus different. Yeah. Well, because like we had, I had a pretty balanced one, so you're not okay. You're, you're gonna get a higher modifier here, but, but, but other than that, like yeah, it, it, it had to do with D10, size. A, yeah, a D ten and a D four. That sounds high. Um. No, no, the D ten is. <laughs> yeah. D ten is for like D four is for girls. Oh, okay, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, is, is it bad that we hope you don't much roll a it? one or a ten? You yeah, don't. Honestly, don't. And please don't uh, roll a four. Dear God, don't roll a four. Um, I used to play this character, Charf, 
and he was a fighter human, and I would always hit these great seduction rolls, and then my performance rolls were, like, thoroughly average. I would get 8 through 11. So I would always, like, put on the moves and get the girl into bed, and then she'd be like, oh, yeah, that was all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love how this is where we've descended into. Let's talk about D&D characters and we've descended into... Oh, the yeah, perfect frat boy. My D&D characters have it because... This is where we live We live vicariously through our D&D characters. Yeah, you know D &D what's D &D funny D &D. about your original they character fuck. TikTok, Sam? Mm -hmm. Is I always assume it's just media I haven't seen yet. Because they look like real designs. So I'm like... I've oh, is this a Descendants character? <laughs> See, my most recent one, I literally just went through my closet, and it's like, alright, here's the shirt from Molly, here's the corset from... Oh, jeez, what that was that corset from? Which, oh, yeah, my 18th century Jester corset, and it's Miguel's skirt, and also Jester's apron. Like, it's all random pieces, and like, oh, yeah, stuff I have random you know, lying around. Garb from my mom's SCA days, a belt from Anne Bonnie. <laughs> The cool thing about original characters, too, is it's not just a way that, um, it's not just nurturing for cosplayers, it really nurtures the artist community who can, you know, get commissions drawing people's D&D mm -hmm. characters drawing. Like, that's a really nice niche for people to make some quick cash, oh, 20, yeah. 40 mm -hmm. bucks per character. Absolutely. It's cool. I know so many people who have been doing that, and I need to actually contact them, being like, hey, I actually have a concept, here's a a description that I've actually finally written down for my character, or I've dressed up as them. Can you actually mm -hmm. draw them for me, please? Allow me to send you a series of TikToks and... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yes. I mean... <laughs> Her and my last TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> that's pretty... That's, a, like, an interesting, because, like... Uh, having people... Uh, I know all, playing oh, yeah. with people... Sure. This is going to go back... It's, this is all about D&D TikTok. It's all, it's all just the same. Uh... It's like, I'll ask that when I'm DMing. I'll ask people occasionally, it's like, so what are you wearing right now? Like, let's get a... I know you've been playing your character forever, but people just mm -hmm. sometimes don't think about how they're looking. They're just, I'm I this character. I'm always I've got uh, clothes on. Tyler, you and then better that's not kind be of as much as they go. And I go, well, wearing. no. Excuse you. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what am I wearing, uh, Tyler? Uh, I, yeah. uh, Who are you wearing? Uh, Who are you wearing right now? We skinned the last week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> There you go. That's who you're wearing. Sometimes you got so like some people. It's like it brings them back to the character again actually, to like re reestablish themselves and actually, think them like, oh yeah, what would really I look powerful like? Dressing I'd look up like this. I'd have this kind of stuff and like actually and, uh, physical having, like, uh, like, like being a physicality to the character that you just think about. Yeah, no physical representation. Just dressing up and realizing, yeah, this is his character, and also the thought of, oh, I'm able to step into this fantasy a lot more, and it just it makes that character a lot more real. Would you ever play a campaign in a costume? I have, yeah, or not, not consistently, but I have played our Vodari campaign in full costume, in full body paint and everything, because I was filming earlier and after. Nice. I think that'd be fun for a one shot, mm -hmm. especially to oh, just yeah. show up and be like, "Hey, this is who you're hanging out with for the next ten hours." See, almost for one shots. <laughs> for one shots, I almost expect it. Is that weird? But that's just because <laughs> this is because of the group that I play with. Like, I play with people, we. We got together um, and we did a camp out. We did a we did a, a, a distance camp out, and we all got together and we dressed up as our Vodari characters, as our, our pirate campaign. And all but one of us were there, so we got full photos of the crew and our DM, all dressed up as our characters, or as close as close as we could get with what we had. So it's it was really fun, and I think that's that's probably why I'm really attached to that camp, to that group now, because I've got my 
she is my German cleric. Or not. That's not a bad way to, like, keep people committed. Because that's the thing with D&D campaigns. They fall apart. People don't make the commitment. People don't show up. And this one was formed online after everything started. I had one campaign when all this started. And I gained... I st had... One of the Monster House was supposed to be a one-shot. And then we all decided, we really like this. Let's keep... We, we didn't finish the one-shot. So we are like, okay, we're, we'll finish it off online. And then we realized... Oh man, we like this, and it's turned into we're in our second season of Monster Hearts, and I we have plans for four seasons. Too. Oh, like it's gonna go up to season four. We have four characters, yeah. and it's four seasons, and then then maybe we'll start it's a Dawson's campaign. Creek. Maybe someone also DM. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just finished Winter. On a very Formal, special was, episode. Oh, it was full CW levels of drama. I got to smack one of the other PCs on the dance floor because they tried to kiss me but I got a boyfriend who's one who's the other P other male PC yeah I got a werewolf boyfriend and the fae boy tried to get frisky with me mm -hmm. <laughs> oh that was fun fortunately I had to give into it at the beginning because of how it worked but uh but then I got to smack him afterwards he got one dance but he tried to go too far yeah that, that's that's Never a character again. that's sometimes you play a character and it's like Sometimes uh, you write a character, it's like, I'm going to play in this way, and then you start playing with other people. And they end up shaping that character, they become someone completely different. Like, for Monster Hearts, Prism, yeah. I had her as the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, she's a hollow. She literally has no soul. She kind of would flit around, let other people define who she is, and if, if, if you know you know, having fun with her would make someone happy. It's like, oh, that makes you happy, that makes me happy, okay. Like, I made her the only way she felt was that way, and then, and then she met, and then werewolf, sweet cinnamon roll werewolf boy had a crush on her. And, and, and gave her actual real feelings, and it's like, oh, she's a cinnamon roll now. <laughs> like, the one-shot character be went being turned into a full campaign character, because they're very different feels. And it's interesting knowing what, like, how characters change one shot versus long campaign and also yeah what you make versus oh i interact with this character and, oh i kind of want to have yep. this kind of relationship maybe i'm not quite that much of a bitch or <laughs> or or maybe i'm that maybe maybe it's like maybe i don't have that much you know i'm i have this connection or hmm. sorry tyler i keep interrupting you but it's also si sides of characters uh are like characters don't have to act the same like that's also the archetype of a character is like you can have like i'm the bitch all the time everyone asks me a question mm -hmm. it's this or it could be like this person i like so i will be my nice side to them this person i uh, just i don't care about yeah. them so every my interactions will change from character to character because you kind of define your relations from character to character is like hey these are some people like the friends that you'll uh, i don't know if you're yeah. if you're a good character then you'll normally want to help everyone uh and be nice to everyone, but you could also be just the characters that I'm in it for myself. And these people are the ones that either we've been through something that I can relate to them, and I'm actually kind to them, or these are characters that I just have uh, from the more selfish side. If you're playing that kind of character, is like I need something from them, yeah. so I'll be super nice to them. But it's superficial, and then kind of goes from there. So like again, I've I've had that where like characters will act one way to one character and act a completely yeah, different way to another character because it, it doesn't suit them. So, but yeah, but you don't define that until you're like 
you have a character in your mind and it's not until like they start interacting with outside forces to see what would they kind of do in that sense that would they be start you go like oh this guy's a complete asshole and he starts dealing with people and like no he's not an asshole he just misunderstood and, if I, and you don't realize that yeah, until it's i so i am in a campaign i guess two of my campaigns i actually have two people who are in both of them um and in one of them one of them is playing my werewolf boyfriend and then the other one they're my first mate and it's very <laughs> different relationships like it's one of those where it's like nah there is no level oh. of romantic relationship between this captain and first mate but it is they're they've bonded at this point in a very different way and i it's 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 really really interesting having playing with the same person and uh but but completely different characters like in and again in that campaign i have my best friend in the vodari campaign like we've been we've been like this for like 14 years uh they play the cold queen in the other campaign it's like all right i'm like a mother and i'm adopting you yeah i'm gonna take care of you now like very different relationships both friendly but both but it's it's, it's interesting seeing and seeing people uh, inhabit those different characters and the different characteristics and i love getting to act with people and this has been the best like play D with people who like to heavily role play and it's it's so fun getting to act with people and and, and interact in that way without having to be like all right i'm going to go apply audition for a play and 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 have my heart hurt <laughs> also or without having to be like all right what con are we going to do the skit for or you know it's a it's a fun way to just improv yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's just creative free flow of like you're just in a situation and you guys are like oh let's yeah. uh we're gonna have like an attack a place or something or let's just make a big party and then you guys have to come up with ways of like making a party that, or something or uh creative of our streamers of or our campaign in whatever Bodari, there's no combat two-thirds of our sessions we have no combat it's all interactions. It's in town. It's role play. It's it's ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. we're, we take forever to get anywhere. <laughs> but our DM's like, nah, I'm here for it. <laughs> like they just get fodder because it's like, oh, you you're trying to steer us towards our hometowns now. Yeah. Oh, oh, made a TikTok about that and apparently it resonated because I started getting everybody's tragic home hometown backstories. Like it was like, oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> guys don't what go don't go to your hometowns don't go to your hometowns it's just a bad idea don't do it don't do it no D, &D it. character is just well adjusted with a good home life you just don't write them that way if, if, also but if, if, if they if are don't trust them with your dm don't tell your yeah. dm that you have happy living family it's not safe <laughs> it's not safe i have traveling family in one of oh. mine and the other one her family well they're the reason she had to leave she's she's got a big old scar um and then in the last one she popped out of a river about eight months ago in game she literally didn't exist before that that's my hollow so she's been adopted by the wolf pack it's great Aww. like there's the oh you're 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 dating the that oh oh, oh the boyfriend is the next in line hmm. the alpha it's like oh we like you we're gonna take care of you now because she's living with him, you know, because that's the thing that happens after having dated for oh, two weeks at most. <laughs> right? It is. Well, this yes. Is why I say in, Monster in a, Hearts. A, it's CW, CW Dawson's Creek type thing. You're moving in with him? 
it's just it's supernatural CW show with our rating. Yeah. yeah. It's it's When when do they find out who's having the baby though? No. No, I don't think any of us are interested in that storyline. None of us are interested in that storyline. It's not a soap opera, Tyler. No, we're not. Well, no, that's when it's like you're. So there's that's the levels. Is like is there? They're going Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Dawson's Creek. There's pregnancy ones in Dawson's Creek. No, it's like you're twinning. Tyler, if you want an example, we're going more Riverdale. This is important. We're going more Riverdale. That's a good like Mm. base or Sabrina because this is supernatural stuff. Yeah. But you're what the uh, uh, evil twin who's also a doctor doesn't show up halfway Sabrina, through. I know there's a baby in that one too, so I'm sorry, but yeah, it's yeah, there's of, probably no, one in Riverdale. But none of the teens know. are doing that. It's none of the teens' babies. Mm. We we're not we're not going there. Not in ours. We're not we're not down with that. I just I don't prefer, want to have to do I the prefer... funny squares for that. With all, <laughs> I don't want to feel like we're we're already multi-classing as our supernatural creatures. Like I'm a hollow. I've become a witch. Like. Because it's fun. I get to cast spells now. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes they hurt me. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I always struggle with the creative character writing, honestly. You guys sound a lot more into it than I am because mm-hmm. I have trouble not just writing self-inserts. Like, I really try to give them defining characteristics, but when I'm not sure how to act, I just go back to how I would do it in this situation. Well, I think it's actually interesting saying it's like you don't want to do a self-insert when, honestly, let's just admit it. Anytime we create an original character, we're making a self-insert for blank world that we want to be in. It's just accept that that's what it is. And then be like, all right, but I want to focus on this aspect of me and then everything else is different. Like, yeah, it's it, it helps to have something that's like, all right, what's something that you're interested in that maybe you 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 either don't have as much knowledge as you want or like you wish you could do. And then like it's there's always a bit of yourself in every care in every character that you make. Like Prism is accidentally my id. I did not intend it, but she's my id. That's why I freak out when my DM says maybe I should record this one. And I go, this is my id. I don't know how I feel about that. But then there, there's there's other ones that's like, this is completely different. Like, there's there's some of its core, like, it's really hard to play characters that are very different from your core values. And I'd say mm-hmm. if that's not something you're interested in doing, like, if you're not looking for, like, a, a challenge, like a character challenge, don't make yourself play a character that's going to make decisions that'll make you unhappy. Like, it, when creating a character, make someone that you'll have fun with. If that means that you're making someone who is going to cause chaos and and misfortune for others so be it (laughs) that could be the fun for you um it's as long as you're not ruining others fun like that's i think that's the main point i want to point out if you're playing an evil character like don't try to ruin them feel like oh you want to do this oh i'm going to stop it just because i'm evil it's like no think about when you're creating a character, it's good to have, like, oh, hey, what do they want to do? What is their goal? It might be something that maybe you want to do but haven't been able to. And and you're able to pursue that with the character. Like, hey, I want to be able to travel everywhere. And, I, and you know, I haven't been able to. This character is going to have been well-traveled, have, you know, spent their life on the road. And then... Hmm, that's a really cool way to look at character creation. Because it always feels wrong or bad or, like, uncreative when I have this character and, like, this character is me, but mm-hmm. it's you but can in stab people in a way that you want to envision yourself this time. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a play. I love playing a. I, I love tief. I have a tiefling. It's like I want to be this purple skinned tiefling. Like it's like it's not. It's obviously not me, but it's me. Yeah, 
there's it, it is like I, I would say there are parts of it where it is like part even if you get too far away from you you'll unless you're really good at it you'll find you'll slip back into your own moral patterns very easily sometimes or at least and i find shift that shift them that way like it's yes yeah we're just like i'm gonna be this bad guy oh but he wouldn't do that no i wouldn't do that this he is why chaotic that, neutral like... is such a common alignment at this point in time like because it's like okay i want to be able yeah. to just do shit but i don't want to necessarily be an ass to everyone just you in yeah. particular <laughs> i just want to i'm in I it for know, myself though. i have a friend who was evil and if this theory holds up i have to talk about why he, why he banned my roommate to uh live with a demon in hell in the last leg of our campaign so see sometimes in the character's like yeah they take the evil they're like yep i will be evil it's like all right then some, it's i can't even do that in like fable or mass effect because i just feel like a dick it's just, it's very it's, uncommon it's to find right. people who, who will do that, and it's interesting to see. And that's why I want to someday run a, a one one or two shot. It's like we're running an evil, we're running an evil sh- one shot where like you are making a you are making a character that is not a good guy, make a villain, and we're it a players are yeah. evil though because it's less to just destruct is almost mm-hmm. harder than to create or solve. Yeah, or it's. I think it would be fun to play with a group that doesn't have as many morals. Essentially, not necessarily murder hobos. Yeah. <laughs> but, but more the will, you know, ends justify the means. They do need an objective. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This would be, it would, there would definitely be the objective kind of thing, but it's... Which but is you, hard you also to need be, that um, for just good characters, yeah. too, is like, they need an objective, or else... That is the thing happens with murder hobos where they just show up and they just start killing everyone because they're you're all bad guys. We must kill you. Like, I, I, I don't know. The that, bad guys... can, that could be fun sometimes. <laughs> sometimes the bad guys can show up and be like, hey, wait, we could be on the same side here. We yeah. could talk about I, this. What do you No, it's, it's funner just to stab people while they're in the sleeping bags. So, so all right. So we've located the two different kinds of gamers. <laughs> I definitely fall on the not murder hobo side, but there are times when it's like, no, nah, I'm tired. I'm killing some. Uh, no, no. We're done. We're killing everyone. You know what it we is? We tried talking. John we're works, done. John works retail, so he needs an outlet for his desire to stab people. I did. I did six years of retail. I get you. And you, you got your, you got your desire to stab, don't oh, you? Oh, I do. That's why I play mm-hmm. chaotic. Okay, so, so fun thing about my pirate character, she started this campaign as neutral good. A week of in-game time, she's chaotic neutral. Yeah. Like a week. Yeah. That's all it took. It's like I'm a captain now. I got to make some decisions. And yeah, no, we need to behead this body and keep it around because I don't want to keep an entire body around to preserve. We're just gonna keep the head so we can talk to it later, like for information purposes. And that's what pushed me over to chaotic neutral. Yeah, that's a and very that's, lawful. That's the thing with being a pirate. Like a pirate, I, man. It, I remember. A, <laughs> We looked up we looked up pirate campaigns at one point because we that's just one of the most fun, fun ones. I think if you, you want, if you want, if you just, want a campaign a setting, Seize of Odari. They've come out with an actual. There's a book. They're coming out with a second, uh, second uh, expansion. I believe that's Under the Seas, but it's it's got a full. It's got lore. It's got a full pantheon. Like it has new, um, has subclasses. Uh, this I will totally plug oh. because I love this this game. And there, it's a, it's a smaller developer that was kickstarted. So. Like our, our DM fully hmm. kickstarted it, so or full, oh, was, 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 was behind the Kickstarter, I, so I, that's why we got all the stuff. 
I wish that the audience could go and see Tyler's eyes as soon as Sam said that. Like, just... Oh, yeah. Oh, please... That please tell of me hope. if you actually play. Cause I, <laughs> that's why I have legitimate a siren class. I actually have, I created in D and D Beyond the wave dancer and the sea singer. I am the wave dancer who they can oh. actually cr- turn their their bottom halves into the tails. That's the wave dancer. Sea singers, oh. sea singers can't. Sea singers are just they have the human form. It's mm-hmm. yeah. There's 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 mm-hmm. they have the voda, which are very much like a an underwater changelings kind of creature, and there's. They're coming out with more. There's a, there's a octopus kind of octopus person, and oh, there's there's some great races and there's more like great subclasses. And we've been playing in this world for the past I want to say almost six months now. And I've Tyler's been very obsessed attached. with pirates. Yeah. So this is a dangerous game you're playing. He loves sea Pirate? thieves. He bought the book yeah, and all the thieves. sea shanties. Mm-hmm. Sea Even thieves. like yeah. today, I asked him like, oh, if you could have any crazy hat, what would it be? And he'd be like, oh, I'd want a big ass pirate hat. Okay, so no, 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 Tyler, so, you so, need like the tricorn with the feather. So Tyler, if yeah, if, that's if, it, yeah. if if you uh, if I ask my DM if they're looking for more guest characters, because we have we've had someone guest in our game, which oh my gosh, we got swindled, we got the wool pulled over our eyes by an Aracocra sweet burb. Oh, we got betrayed by our first guest. They were a con man, and they conned they conned me out of my hat. <sighs> they took my new fancy magical hat. They took it, and I'm so mad. That's a shame. I am so mad. Oh. They almost got away with seventeen thousand gold too. We stopped. It got I stopped. Had... But, oh my gosh! Sorry. Continue. I it's just it's just a bad problem because I already had ideas for a uh, warforged like con man idea. So oh, that's, oh, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah. I say, it's like as long as you're not trying to con us, because we don't trust anyone anymore. <laughs> Oh, you've been hurt. You need you need some kind of healer. You need like a nice empath in there to heal you guys back up again. Hi, I'm the ship's That's doctor as well as the uh, as well as the captain. <laughs> we do need oh. a therapist, though. We desperately need a therapist. This this ship <laughs> this ship needs therapy. Hardcore. Yeah, there you go. We're all, it's all, all it's like, but tell me, our trauma came out last session. Like a bunch of trauma all came out. Like my character revealed her scar for the first time to the first mate and said hey this yeah this happened when i left my family and it was one of those like all right who's gonna find her who's gonna get to see oh boy the one who is out of it with fever fantastic mm-hmm. yeah but yeah first mate and captain bonding time good stuff and then our druid and our bard bonded over her trauma her poor childhood trauma it was a, it was a, it was go. a lot yeah. of, a lot of tears play with a very emotional group and i love them so much Brings it all together. And then we yeah, all talk afterwards like and make sure that we're all okay because D and D aftercare <laughs> is important, guys. Like, Aww. oh, because there have been times it's like, oh yeah, I've been in character, very mad, and been like, okay. I think actually one of our other players was like, when me and the first mate, we were going back and forth, and we were having a very intense like gritted teeth kind of thing, which it would be like, I I stabbed the mask with a dagger to make a point kind of tense and and they were just like okay i was worried about sam and sam and amanda for a moment there it's like we're good we're good we talked we're good and it was oh it was so intense and it was so good i finally got to do the dramatic thing and it felt good (laughs) but oh my gosh yeah so getting when we get really intense about it so like we've had to get a couple people used to okay all right we get heated in character 
but it's all in character, and we all we all hug it out and talk it out afterwards. And see. Essentially, it's like yeah, we we do afterwards like the. Okay, we're good. Yeah, everything's fine. You okay? Right. Aww. Bit of a he bit of a heavy session. Or the then. holy shit, that was so good. Oh yeah, last session I was pacing. I was full on pacing. Anybody who watches Critical Role, I was doing the full Marisha Ray. Like I was up in the chair, like nervous, and then I got up and I was pacing because <laughs> all of us were asleep while we were getting robbed. And uh, yeah, I've got some trauma issues about people being in my bedroom with a knife while I'm asleep. My character's got some trauma issues about that. She's gonna have a talk with the, with our lookout. Anyways, anyways. Go. Talking about my D and D session, D and D campaign, way in detail here. This has gotten very deep into D and D campaign like, talks. Oh gosh! For, so this is a podcast about lip syncing. Is our episode's topic, right? <laughs> I mean, I do <laughs> lip syncs on TikTok as uh, as my uh, siren, and I have recorded a full lip sync performance as her on a stage with a full tail swap. So. Being able to take characters that I've made from D&D &D and bring them to the cosplay world and bring them into the performance world, like on-stage performance, is another thing that's been really fun to be able to do. Speaking of performance, because we are nearing the end of our podcast, any hints for the Uptown Mama Samu finale performance? They have done some awesome ones just for people who don't attend KomoriCon. They did Greatest Showman mashup with Adventure Time. They've done Harry Potter for Kumo Light, which I know Harry Potter doesn't exist anymore. But with Taylor Swift, Harry and, and Draco. Oh, um, that was that was a fun one. That was that was honestly oh, really fun. Oh, that one was just perfect. Full disclosure, then, my, my soul completely left my body for about 15 seconds during that because my heart condition and my brain just, just completely shut down. And so I was just like soul leaving my body. But I came back, and it was good. I can pick it out in the video, but I bet no one else can. Astro projection, yeah, really. Yeah, pretty much. It was, a, it was a very fun performance. And last year they did Good Omens, which was finally got me to watch Good Omens. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, well, hmm. I will say it is an anime. I, we will be we'll be cosplaying from an anime. Yeah, I think and I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's this, a, I want to give a hint without being obvious because a lot of the hints I'm thinking of are really fucking obvious. I know you guys have yeah. done uh femme male pairing and you've done male male pair or well we are what are the angel and the demon? Okay, so it is I will say it is a Femme and masculine. I will say we are doing femme and mask. For our, for I know our duo. you really wanted Uptown to do a femme femme with you. Sometime, someday it'll happen. We just we gotta find it's, it's more about the characters' interaction. We gotta find characters that really work. Which there have. Okay, I may I need to. Mm, I have a frustration about how few uh, femme uh, went, went, bleh, how few lady love couples there have been in like mainstream that or that or even implied like like. Shira fueled us. Shira gave us good food. Like, and that's been one of my, my maybes. Maybe we can do that at some point. But, you know, I will definitely be doing that with someone at some point. Oh, somebody. somebody. <laughs> um, but it's, 
it's all about finding characters that will work for our dynamic, ones that we want to be, and, you know, characters that we can act as, because we are mm. speaking as and acting as these characters for an, uh, three hours, two to three hours, depending. Right, some characters you know, hours, can't yeah. banter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I've learned in cosplay chess. I've had this costume, I love the character, I've showed up, and then I'm like, oh shit, I can't banter as this character. Like, uh, Ayane from Dead or Alive. What am I going to say? She's very stoic. Like, so. <laughs> Luckily, yep. I uh, didn't have anything to do. I didn't do very much in that one. But <laughs> I'm like, beach volleyball it is. <laughs> exactly. But, but like, there's some, so we have, we definitely have characters that have a very fun dynamic. It is mask and femme. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, we actually, and I, I can't even give a hint to the song because I have actually a list of potentials right here that I actually haven't listened to. Going to do now because... Yeah, we, we've we sworn ourselves off of pink this year for us because we've done too much of it. We're, we're, we're bad. We're, 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 we're... You are a pink addict. Every time you and I are talking about skits or lip syncs or anything mm-hmm. collaborating, you're like, oh, I have this great idea with this pink song. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I want to get into the, this lip sync this year, I'm going to have to just do a pink song. Like, okay, I, I, I fully endorse it. It's between pink and Kelly Clarkson. We just, we have a problem. But the thing is, I didn't, request the last one like uptown said the last like has so it's not just me it's both of us we both have a problem or you've completely convinced them and you've converted them to being a, a pink a pink lover. misunderstood yeah <laughs> misunderstood army because well, we did uh, an old... we did um true love last time and i think per i think did i they actually did a performance to a pink song for another thing and i think I know we've done at least another one. I think for we haven't done one for our, one of our finales yet. But that's 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 it though. Just wait. <laughs> maybe that that might maybe that's a hint. Oh. Not for us, but for the performers. Mm. Well, Finale tell them showcase. where they can apply and tell them where they can stalk you. You can apply. Go to Digikumo and look for their look for their lip sync uh, lip sync uh, lip sync announcement. I do not know the address off the top of my head because I am bad and did not prepare. It, just go to KomoriCon.org. The link is still there. Go and check the recent news tab, and it'll go and have everything going on with Digikumo right there. Easy to read, easy to follow. Exactly. Easy to apply. And, I... and it's mobile friendly this year, so thank you, KomoriCon IT team, for finally it will work doing very that. Very hard this year, especially hard this year. Um, and Clearly. Guess... And it is appreciated. <laughs> also, if I may do a non sponsored plug for KomoriCon, they just opened up the KomoriCon merchandise shop. I have just purchased a few items. If you want to go and help out the convention this year, because seriously, they're not going to be making any money off of what they're doing with Digikumo. This really is them giving back to and the on- fans here. If you want to go and help them Honestly, out. Honestly, their merch is really good. Yeah. Like, Kumo, I, I've seen a lot of Khan's merch, and this is high-quality stuff. Like, they make pins and umbrellas and, like, rock- legitimately cute merch. Stuff I actually want to use. So. The Komoricon socks yes. I have are so warm and so perfect and thick, and the design is like woven in. To get the socks. And the plushy ghost necklaces are really soft. They're cute. <laughs> so cute Do they have enamel pins? It's not just buttons. It's really good. Non-sponsored plug. Yes. Yeah, speaking of the enamel pins, specifically the heart of gold pin. If you want to go and be the best kind of person, 
donate the cost of a badge to getting one of these pins. It's a great thing you can do for the convention. Or, you know, you can just go and buy, like, five million Komori Khan D6s, because, you know, then you can belt Then you can have a <laughs> barrel of D6! <laughs> barrel O D6. Yeah, Komori Khan, they, they are a non-profit charitable. They, they donate money every single year, so... Please, if you're, and any extra money they have goes back into the convention or to good causes. And where can they find you? If you want to find me, look up Mama Samu. I'm going to spell that for you. M-O-M-M-A-S-A-M-M-U. On just about every social me- any social media out there. Uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Technically, I'm still on Facebook. Uh, Twitter and Twitch. I do stream uh, at least three days a week on Twitch. If you want to catch me streaming usually in the afternoon... I stream my cosplay making and occasionally gaming. Yep. Links in the description below. Well, thank you, Sam, for this wonderful, not about lip syncing very much, but very <laughs> good about D&D and creativity. And um, I'm okay with that. We're just having a good are. old powwow talking about being creative and, you know, keeping that inspiration going when we're all trapped inside. And what better than D&D? And, and, yep. and making yes. original characters and telling stories with your friends. Remember to find joy in these times and keep doing stuff that makes you happy. Just because you don't have a physical space for it anymore doesn't mean you don't have that community and doesn't mean you can't keep doing those things you love. And in fact, you need to rely on those things more than ever, just like Sam has been doing. So, Well, thank you guys for listening, and um, you can find us in all the usual places. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to stop you there, Amy. I'm <gasps> sorry, but we 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 got we got sponsor bullshit oh, to go and do here oh. today. <laughs> Who's sponsoring us? We don't get sponsors. Allow me to Vanna White or this digitally. Uh, today we are. Yes, yes. Uh, today we are being sponsored by Amazon Music, mm. which has finally joined the 21st century and added podcast support to their native app, Thank you, Amazon including Music. us. Yay! Yes. Yes. And for the record, as we also go and fall under nonprofit status, because seriously, I do not want to go and end up making this thing into a corporation, uh, all of the donation for this is going to be going to the Eden Reforestation Project. But that being said, please go and check out our friends, question mark, over at Amazon Music and go and subscribe to this podcast there. Rate, review, let people know what you think. Let's see if we can get the algorithm working in our favor there the same way it did for, well, everywhere but uh, Podbean. Because for some reason, people don't listen to us on that. Are you from Podbean? <laughs> Hello? Hello, Podbean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Spotify's been great, though. Uh, community's been great there. So, uh, That being said, uh, you know, who doesn't have a Prime account? Who doesn't want to go and do some uh, Prime music? Go and get that lossless audio going on there. Maybe get some Sennheiser HD 6X headphones and just go and enjoy our sultry voices and then go and wash that out uh, with something actually good (laughs) afterwards. So (laughs) thank you, everybody, for listening. That is the show. Thank you to the wonderful, the amazing, the fantastic Mama Samu Cosplay for joining us once once again. again Always love having you here. You know you're always welcome. To be honest, I'm surprised you don't drop in more often just to go and fuck with us. Well, not know that I can. <laughs> right, I forgot you're sadistic. Oh, God, since help when? us all. I'm mama. Since when was I sadistic? She is mama. I'm a cosplayer. I'm a masochist. Come on, get this right. <laughs>
You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Love you guys. That's it. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Hit us up, Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, you know all the places. Go and listen to us on Amazon or on Amazon Music. You know, that's a great place. Uh, Spotify is great. Podbean, you know, we love the 10 or so people that listen to us there. They're, your guys are all great over there, too. Uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play Music Podcast. Uh, Sorry to everybody that's no longer listening to us on SoundCloud because they fucked us over so hard. <laughs> Please find us somewhere else if you haven't already. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. If you like this, yeah. they might like this too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>